Well, this is According to Callus, and this is take two, my second attempt to actually get a good recording. It seems when you hit the wrong button, it deletes it. Imagine that. So here we are, take two, episode 122. This was going to be a conversation about the problems with conservatism. However, based upon the press conference that I listened to most of it on my way home, Resident Joe, it seems, has way overstepped his bounds and I am morally obligated. It is my sovereign duty to issue a rebuttal. So I'm going to try and do this with some diplomacy, some humor, and just a little bit of frustration. So this is courtesy of ABC7 of some town that I am not aware of. Uh, It seems to give a pretty good outline of what it is resident joe thinks that he has the authority to do and is mandating his sweeping new federal requirements so it begins with in his most forceful pandemic actions and words president biden or if you prefer resident joe on thursday announced a sweeping new federal Requirement affecting as many as a hundred million Americans in an all-out effort to increase the V to curb the surging variant. Oh, okay, that sounds wonderful. Speaking at the White House, President Joe emotionally laid into the roughly eighty million eligible Americans who have not yet taken the gene therapy that we're calling a vax. That is basically still in an extended trial period, regardless of what story they've given us. But I digress. He says, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost us all. Biting off his words. The unvaccinated minority can cause a lot of damage. And they are. Really? Really? I would suggest that they're causing far less damage than a lot of governors did. Far less damage than your policies are doing. Far less damage than the Congress spending money like infinity. But hey, that's okay. Less than a third of us who have a different thought on how science ought to be played out and whether or not something's really worth the risk engendered in partaking in your let's just call it therapy. So the expansive rules mandate that all employees, or I'm sorry, employers with more than a hundred workers must require them to be V'd or tested. This will affect 80 million people. Well, I'm sorry. The last time I looked, the resident slash president has no authority to mandate what a privately owned business can and cannot do. Indeed, I don't even think the Health and Human Services Department or the OSHA or any of these alphabet soup agencies have the authority to come in and tell you what you must do with your employees at your business as far as forcing them to partake in a medical experiment. But I could be wrong. There's 17 million workers at health facilities that receive federal Medicaid and Medicare that must also participate. Well, see... You're taking government money. <laughs> They're paying the piper. Now you must play their tune. Um, 
something to think about. Uh, Resident Joe is also signing an executive order to require that all employees of the executive branch and contractors that do business with the federal government will have no option to test out. They must, and this is going to cover roughly a million people, and that should really bother you that the executive branch and some contractors make up a million people, but nevertheless... He also announced that there will be new requirements Thursday for the White House as part of an action plan to address the latest rise in cases and the stagnating pace of the shots that they're giving due to the raised doubts of the public over handling this issue. Well, that's right. We're looking at you guys and trying to figure out what planet you're on, what game you're playing, what quote-unquote science you're following, what it is you're coming up with that is coming up with these new rules and you're making them up whole cloth and mandating people to do things that you have zero authority to mandate anything over. But I digress. Just two months ago, Biden prematurely declared the nation's independence from the virus. Now, despite more than 208 million Americans having at least one dose of the gene therapy, uh, there are 300% more new infections a day. Well, that's curious. So does that mean we're doing more testing or more people are going into being tested? Does that mean we went from one to 300 or from three to 900? I don't know what kind of numbers they're giving this up. But you know, 300% really only means that it's three times higher. So it's not one is now 300. It's actually probably 1,500 is now 4,500. That's times three or a 300% increase. Doubled and doubled again, right? Think about that. They're playing games with the statistics and we're supposed to buy this all line and sinker. And you want to talk about some of the problems that there are. It's not that they don't have enough beds in hospitals. It's that they don't have enough staff in the hospital. And why do they not have enough staff in the hospital? Because some of these hospital workers that were heroes 18 months ago are now pond scum because they don't want to take part in the mass hysteria and take part in the gene therapy testing phase. Can you blame them? Now, look, there are a lot of doctors and nurses that are, have assured themselves and others that this is completely safe and that we need to do this because this is a better option than risking getting sick and potentially dying. And I respect those people every much as the ones that I, that I see in here that say, we've weighed the odds and we've decided we're not going to participate. If nothing else, we'll be the group that you can test us against. They have roughly two-thirds of the American population that's participating in this game, willingly or unwillingly, and yet that's not good enough. So if the therapy works, then you should be safe. At worst, you're going to get a case of the sniffles or maybe come with a fever for a day, and then you're better. If it works. But then there's the theory that it really doesn't work. In fact, it's spearing, I'm sorry, causing bringing about more variants, maybe by design, or maybe it's just a glitch in the system. Who am I to say? I'm not a medical doctor. I don't have MDBN, whatever, I'm sorry, BS after my name. I'm just a lowly little 
political science history major, and I haven't even finished my master's degree, so how dare me question? Yeah, but I also took a course called statistics, and I can look at statistics, and I can see when they're being gamed, and I can see when they're not telling the whole story, and I'm also fully aware of the idea that liars use statistics because statistics can be used to be lying. So, again, who do you trust? I don't know. It's surely not those guys in D.C. It's surely not the people in the alphabet soup agencies. But I digress. We're in a tough stretch and it could last for a while. Biden says of the current state. After months of using promotions to drive the vaccination rate, we're taking a much firmer hand and we're blaming those people who have not taken part in this grand experiment for killing more than a thousand people per day. Never mind all the people that have died from the adverse effects. Never mind all the people that are dying that are unreported. Never mind all the people that are getting the breakthrough diseases because, you know, they did partake in the experimental gene therapy. But that's all right. We cannot afford to let those unvaxxed people to undo our progress. In addition to the vaccination requirements, Biden has moved to double federal fines for airline passengers. Ooh. Again, by what authority? If it's a private airplane and they want to make you wear it to ride their airplane, and if you're their passenger, you probably ought to comply. Where do the feds get involved in this at all? Really? Come on. Oh, and don't let's not forget, federal property in accordance with Centers of Disease Control and Prevention Guidelines, the guidelines they make up and change on a weekly basis, and really nobody knows what they say at any time differently from the last. But hey, that's okay. Then he announced the federal government will work to increase the supply of testing and that Walmart, Amazon, and Kroger will begin to sell at-home testing kits. Yes, those at-home testing kits that are largely worthless. And if they're not utilized by somebody that's trained and skilled on how to use them, are still equally worthless. But hey, that's all right. We're going to tell you that it's raining outside when it's actually not. Imagine that. They're lying the administration was also sending additional federal support to assist schools in safety operating, including additional funding for testing. Interesting. And where is that federal support coming from? Because clearly the therapy is not free, even though multiple times resident Joe said it was free. No, it's provided by the taxpayers. That's you and I, folks. We get to pay for that and we get to pay for more testing that, quite frankly, if they are the at-home test, would be absolutely useless But hey, what do I know? I just have my political science degree. But you know what? I also do have a history degree. Let's see if that comes into play later on. Biden will call for large entertainment venues and arenas to require vaxes and a proof of a negative test. Paperwork, please. We need to see your paperwork. Travel documents are necessary to get on this plane. Come on. We've seen this show before. This is nothing new. Oh, that's right. My history degree is kicking in. Huh. Where have we seen this before? Hmm. All right. And then there's a requirement for large companies to mandate VEX or a weekly test. And this is coming from a rule from the OSHA. And of course, we're going to give you a $14,000 fine per violation because we want to 
force the issue. We're going to also require large companies provide time off for vaccinations. Again, who do you think's paying for this stuff? But that doesn't matter. They say they want to get the economy back on track. They say they want the small businesses to rebound. But if you don't comply, we're going to come and charge you $14,000 for each time we claim you didn't comply. For each violation that apparently you'll go to administrative court, which you really means you're just already guilty. Because that's not a legal court. That's a, well, we're the feds and we can do whatever the hell we want. And you just have to deal with it. Because we're going to take your money and make you prove that you're innocent. That is not constitutionally viable. That is a direct violation of the Bill of Rights. But hey, no matter. Resident Joe has said it so. Meanwhile, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid will extend the requirement issued early this summer for all nursing home staff. You know what? I kind of get this. I mean, if you're taking the government money, the government gets to call the shots. Plus, you're dealing with old people, which by and large are at a very high risk level. And... The vast majority of them died in those homes, which corresponds with bad behavior from several governors who mm, shipped people that were sick to the nursing home and killed them. But no, 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 because you didn't partake in the experimental therapy. You're the one at fault, not those governors, not those administrative officials in the states that caused this. No, 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 no. They're fine. They've done nothing wrong here. Nothing to see, dear citizen. Biden's order will also require executive branch workers and contractors, but they're going to allow them to have a religious or medical vaccination exemption to get 75 days in order to comply. And if they're not, they're going to send them to the Human Resources Department for counseling and discipline and potentially termination. Yes, you must comply or we will recondition the way you think. We will ship you off to our re-education camp, courtesy of government. Comply, dear citizen. Do as we say. Question not. Never mind we're the same folks that tell you that he is a she and a singular person can be a they and that furries are normal and up is down and left is right and it's sunny outside when it's at midnight. And unless you're in Alaska, that's generally not true. So, never mind. 55% of government workers, oh, I'm sorry, Americans, are in favor of requiring government workers to be fully. And 21% are opposed. Interesting. So now they're going to use a poll to justify the massive overreach of government, the violation of the constitutional restraints on government, and quite frankly, dictatorial attitudes coming from the executive branch. But hey, 55% of the people seem to be okay with it. And he's encouraged COVID vaccine requirements from settings like schools, workplaces, and university campuses where he can't allegedly say he has power. And he hopes the strengthened federal mandate will inspire more businesses to follow suit. On Thursday, the L.A. Board of Education, whoa, no big surprise there, the second largest school district will mandate this. And Walmart, the nation's private em- largest private employer, will say in July... It's going to require all workers at its headquarters, as well as managers that travel within the U.S. They must take part in this experimental gene therapy by October 4th. But they're not going to require all their workers, just just those people. Yeah, those are the people that can't just walk away. Those are the people that they know are going to comply because they want to keep their nice job. Not a bad idea if you're going to play their game. But 
The real issue is now CVS has jumped on and we know these other, this smacks of something else when, I don't know, government uses private entities, private businesses to enforce their will. I, I don't know. Maybe we've heard of something like this before. Oh, that history degree is failing me now. I couldn't imagine what it is, but maybe you know better than I. In government, several federal agencies have previously announced that the requirements to their staffs, particularly those in healthcare roles. Again, I understand it, but you either have your own sovereignty, you either have control of your own body, or you're a sovereign individual, or you're not. I mean, these same folks that are forcing people to partake in experimental gene therapy, enforcing medical procedures upon them, are the same folks that lose their stuff over people not allowing to terminate their babies. They're not allowed to go in and have another procedure that, re- that brings about at least a 50% mortality rate. You go in, and two go in, one come out. I mean, that's at least 50%. Now, We're not even going to talk about the medical malpractice that causes a bunch of other women to die in the process of this. But no, 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 no. The world's going to end because Texas said, well, you know, uh, if you're going to go kill babies, then people ought to have the right to sue you for killing babies. No, 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 no. We must protect that. The world must stop because God forbid there might be a consequence for murder. But we're on the other side of our mouth going to say we're going to force you to partake in a medical procedure that you don't want to partake in. Come on, grow up, people. We're not even talking about the same thing here, and you're okay with one but not the other. How can you claim to be pro-choice and force people to partake in a medical experiment? Likewise, when you're saying, well, you guys can't be pro-life and... Or you guys can't be pro-choice and pro-life because you're not pre- you're preventing people from going and doing this medical procedure that they might need for their health. Yes, because two go in, one come out. Yes, because it's not one person having control over themselves. There is a second person involved. How that second person came about is largely irrelevant, but it generally is a consequence of bad behavior, aka unwanted pregnancy is usually a result of something that you did or didn't do correctly to end up that way, and you don't get to fix it by terminating it. I mean, if that's the case... Do we just start murdering people because they're inconvenient? Is that the case? That Well, never mind. We're just going to get off this track. Let's get back on process. And this aspect now is why our country is so divided. It's so politicized. They can't even see the value of the to save their lives. Well, yeah, actually we can. We've run the odds. And like I said, there are a good number of doctors, nurses, and healthcare workers that have determined that the relative benefit that they receive from participating in this experimental therapy is not outweighed by the potential cost of partaking in this. Likewise, other people have made a different decision, and I can respect both of those. But when you try and force somebody to do something against their will, you're not respecting them anymore. Now, even, even the American Federation of Government Employees has said... We encourage you, but workers deserve a voice in their working conditions. We need to dis- bargain on how we can best accommodate everybody's desires. Indeed, even the federal law enforcement officers think that a mandate is ill-conceived. Hmm, I wonder why that might be. What is it they know that the general public doesn't know? 
I'm just guessing. Most of the spread, the vast majority of severe illness and death, is occurring about those not fully partaking. Yes, and if you look at some of the studies coming out of, I don't know, Israel, for instance, where they have a better than 90% compliance rate, how do you account for what they're dealing with? I say BS. I say that they're playing games with the statistics once again. I'm sorry. The shortage of beds has nothing to do with people getting sick. It has all to do... Wait, wait, wait. Not nothing. Let's just be generous. The shortage of beds has as much to do with the fact that they were no longer allowing people to serve in that capacity because they won't comply than it does with the amount of people that are actually sick. I think that's a fair statement. And even if I'm wrong, I'm probably closer to the truth than this news article and all the garbage that we're getting from the feds. But I digress. Now we're going to have a regulatory approval for a third dose. Hmm. So how many doses is it going to take? Nine? Ten? How many, how many pills are you going to have to give to then counteract the side effects from the multiple doses? This is crazy. This is ludicrous. We have got a guy that's acting like a dictator, forcing people to partake in medical experiments. Hmm. I'm sorry. Where did we talk about forced medical experiments before? Hmm. I would suspect that if you're a black guy, you're probably looking and listening at this right now thinking, yeah, pretty sure I remember something like this happened in a place called Tuskegee. That really didn't work out for our people all that well. I'm going to take a hard pass on this. And I'm, you know, as an aside, if you're an American Indian or Native American, you might be thinking, yeah, the feds, they kind of screwed us over more than once. Maybe we ought to sit this one out. Or if you're Jewish, you got to be thinking to yourself, yeah, we've seen this same song and dance before. That guy had a funny mustache and his hair was still black, but we think he dyed it. And, uh, you know, he had guys that would follow us around and demand our papers and make us wear things if uh, they didn't like who our parents were or the way we looked. How is this any different? And I mean, I'm being honest here. I'm trying to be respectful because I realize that my family has nothing to do with that one way or the other. And I don't really have any idea what that is like, but I'm going to guess back in 1931, there's a good number of people that were in Germany and Austria and Czechoslovakia that probably thought that never happened here. They would never do that. We were great patriots back in the great war. We've done nothing wrong. We comply most of the time. We're good Germans. How did that work out for you? We say we're good Americans, but we didn't want to comply with this one thing. Yet, wear your badge, carry your papers. You, citizen, must comply or you will die. Now, I know that's maybe a bit of a stretch, but I got to tell you, 18 months ago, I kind of thought none of this was going to happen. 14 months ago, talking to some people I know, I'm like, man, I, I know... I just can't see us getting to this point. I I don't think the American people are going to go for it. I certainly don't think the Texans are going to go for it. I I just don't think there's the will to abuse the Constitution and abuse people like this would require. And yet we're watching this unfold before our very eyes. And I got to ask myself, how did we get here? What's next? 
Where do we go from here? Good questions. Clearly, if we leave these uh, criminals in charge, they're making the laws. And according to a song that I love to quote, anybody that fights them is fighting a just cause. Perhaps we just should focus on the idea that we can simply not comply. Yes, we support our local magistrates, the lower magistrates, if you will, the lesser magistrates to be mm, old 1500s about it. You back your county judge, you back your county commissioners, you back your mayor if they're a good guy, you back your city council members if they're good guys, you back your county sheriff if he's a good guy, or of course, all these people could be ladies. We're not going to go down that path, but just so you understand that guy can be used as a nondescript. But nevertheless, just like Latin words that end in O, it can be generic for both. So guys is the same thing. So listen, I can't tell you what's best for you and your family. We have to make certain compromises because my wife's in healthcare. But what I can tell you is I have no right to come to your house and force you to do anything any more than a guy with a badge or with a... (laughs) A piece of paper has to come to your house and compel you to do something that you want to do. This is still America. We don't require travel papers. We don't require a passport in when we're in our own country. We don't require people to do things that they don't want to do in order to stay employed or get a job or to participate in a freaking concert. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an opportunity to put an end to it. All we have to do is not comply. All we have to say is, yeah, that's nice, but no. All we have to do is go about our lives and live them the best we can and ignore all this garbage. Nobody knows what's best for your life than you. Now, I highly encourage you, take the time. Go talk to your doctor. Talk to another healthcare worker. Talk to friends and family. It would be good to know what your family history is because you could be in a higher risk category for participating in this genetic therapy. You could also be in a higher risk therapy, or I'm sorry, a higher risk category for if you get sick, it could be worse than for others. And last but not least, we say we're all about the children. We say that we are so concerned about the children, they must come first over everything. Yet they're not talking about forcing this on children. Think about that. I mean, we've already passed along the idea that women can be drafted. Why not force children to participate in mm, experimental gene, gene therapy? I mean, if we're going for the full commie effect, the full socialist, national so, national socialist effect, if we want to go all North Korea, we can make this happen. All we got to do is sit by, keep our mouths shut, and pretend that nothing bad is happening. But this is Texas. And in Texas, we don't play that. And, you know, there's been several jokes that I've heard over the years. One of them was uh, the idea that there's an Indian sitting at a bar and a Muslim guy comes in, sits down next to him. And the, the American Indian guys tell him the story about there was once, you know, millions of them. And they kind of had a miracle to themselves. And then the cowboy showed up. They kind of ruined that. And the cowboy sitting next to him is kind of lamenting, yeah, you know, we we didn't do right by you guys. We, 
you know, that, that's kind of a sad situation. And, you know, I'm sorry about that. And buy you a beer. And then the Muslim pops off. Well, what are you going to do? There's so many of us and we're going to come here. We're going to take over your country and there's nothing you're going to do about it. And the cowboy coolly responds back. That's just because we haven't played cowboys and Muslims yet. Just saying. The modern application is the federal agents come in. And they talk about all the terrible things they've done to everybody else. And the cowboy or the Texan, if you prefer, simply calmly responds back to him. Yeah, that's just because we haven't played Cowboys and Federal Agents yet. Think about what you want. I don't want a civil war. I don't want to live that life. That is not a future I find exciting. And I often wonder if they aren't doing this on purpose, if they aren't manipulating us to act in a way that brings us about. So we must keep the cooler heads to prevailing in thought. We must keep the hotheads under wraps. We must remind them now is not the time. The cooler heads, as they prevail, educate those around them. Bring those people on board. Help them understand what's going on. Maybe make some preparations. Maybe move out of the line of fire. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is for your family, but for right now, just simply, peacefully, Non-compliance. It works. Until we go full Stalin here, it works. Until they're goose-stepping down the streets, it works. We can prevent a whole lot of that if we just say no. You got to ask yourself, what kind of future do you want? What do you want to see for your children? Because every capitulation, every compromise is something you've taken away from your children. Is that what you want? Is that what you teach them? You just give in. It'll be okay. I mean, I know conservatives are the kings of compromise. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But... To borrow Chris Ann Hall's uh, terminology here, as a liberty lobbyist, I will not comply. As a liberty lobbyist, I'm going to remind you all, as somebody that lives in Collin County, Texas, I still believe that we have the upper hand. And I'm still going to remind you that we have the upper hand. And we can prevent the cataclysmic events that could occur if we should just continue to ignore things, if we should just continue to capitulate our freedoms, our liberty to abusive government. Well, I have a few more pithy things I could throw in, but I will save them for my conversations of the compromising conservatives and what little use they provide for those of you that value liberty. With that, this is According to Callus. I hope you've enjoyed episode 122, and if you have, please like it, share it, make it worth your effort to listen in as you have time, and I will see you on the other side.